Welcome to My Orgasmic Life Podcast, a show that where we talk about sex, love, relationships, and kink. And of course, my favorite part, I share with you my very graphic, very juicy, and always entertaining orgasmic life. I'm Gaia Morissette, your hostess, and your holistic sexual wellness specialist, your trauma healer, your BDSM expert, and of course, your pro dominatrix. Mm. <laughs> the show was inspired to inspire you to support your orgasmic living. Remember, always check the content warning before you listen and make sure you're listening where no one else can hear it because you never, ever know what I'm going to say because I always come with an explicit graphic content warning. <laughs> now, strap in and enjoy the show. Hello, my wonderful, fabulous, delightful audience. <laughs> it's me, your hostess with the mostest. Okay, so today's topic is, and before we go into today's topic, it's important, remember, always check to read the content uh, warning. Um, it's very important to make sure that you are in the right place and that you are not going to get traumatized. <laughs> you didn't know what I was going to talk about. Okay. Very important. Super important. Remember, I always come with content warning. So today's topic is what is sexual empowerment and sexual liberation? So often in my, my world of, you know, sexual education and, you know, BDSM and all the things that I do in the world, um, you know, sexual empowerment is thrown out there as like the buzzword or sexual liberation is thrown out as a buzzword. And so I, I really wanted to, I was inspired to actually drop in to talk, having this conversation today um, because true sexual liberation and true sexual empowerment, and that's what I wanted to talk about, not just like kind of the surface level, but the truth of that, okay? So to be sexually empowered, what does that mean? You know, it's like, it's, it's good buzzword, like empowerment. Ooh, we all want to be empowered. But what does empowerment mean? So the first piece of an empowerment is self-awareness. Then the second piece is self-acceptance. And the third piece is self-expression. Okay, so those are the three components of any kind of uh, empowerment, what financial empowerment, love empowerment, you know, uh, sexual empowerment, all of it come down to those three things. First one is self-awareness, self-acceptance and self-expression. So now let's talk about sexuality. So sexuality is a huge topic. Um, it's so complex. It has many layers and aspects and different areas. One area you may be very, you know, sexually empowered in and others you may not be. Uh, you might be carrying a lot of sexual shame. So there's like, there's lots of diversity in our sexuality. And so, you know, there's kind of a couple different areas of sexuality. So there's the, you know, the emotional side of intimacy and connection with others, 
is one aspect of our, our sexual expression. And then there is our own sexual relationship with ourselves, um, which is taught, you know, talks about, you know, self-aware, which is in the area of self-awareness and self-acceptance. And you can have your own sexual, it's really important to have in order to be, you know, fully, completely empowered and liberated, liberated, sexually liberated, means that you have both a very wonderful, robust, Ooh, I like that word, robust um, sex life with yourself, as well as you have a great sex life with others. Okay, so that's, that's, there's two sectors there. And usually in order for us to have like an epic, amazing, liberated empowerment sexually with others, it starts with ourselves in that whole place where I talk about self, you know, self-awareness, then followed by self-acceptance, and then you can share it with others, which is self-expression. <laughs> okay, so the first part is sexual, let's talk about sexual self-awareness, meaning what are your dirty, naughty, deep, dark desires? So in our like awareness of our sexuality, there's like, you know, there's kind of like there are different phases. There's like the sensuality, the playfulness, the exploration, um, and the, you know, sensory um, awakening. Okay. So, and then there's the like exploration, which is those deep, dark desires deep inside us that we really, those are the things when no one's looking, we think about. So you can be like, so before I get into that component, I need to talk about like, just let's talk about the baseline of sexual, uh, you know, sexuality. So let's talk about, all right. So do you have a good masturbation life? Whacking off life, meaning that you do it often, you do it feeling good, you don't hide it and you don't feel any shame. Okay, so that's the first part, which is a big piece before we can get to like swinging from the chandeliers and like, you know, screaming from the rooftop, you know, you want to be spanked by a rubber chicken. Right? <laughs> There's like a lot of stages that go from there to what I just talked about. Okay. And for most of us in society, especially in North American society, we have been taught that masturbation is can there's a whole stuff around it's bad it's wrong it's dirty it's a replacement if you can't get any we have not been encouraged to have a healthy robust sexual relationship with ourselves if we are having sex with ourselves it's because we can't get it anywhere else is often the case or if we do have sexual sex time with ourselves there's a feeling of bad, wrong, dirty, and shame after the fact. Or often, you know, we can get into where, you know, you become addicted almost to masturbation um, as a way to avoid your life. Okay. So there's a lot of dysfunction that we have been taught around sexual awareness within ourselves. So that's the first piece that needs to be kind of awakened and healed and cleared and 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 work through those pieces so if you're in that space and you're like 
damn it. Yes, I have a bunch of shit around my masturbation world. Um, then, you know, reach out to me and I can either, if we're a good fit, great. If not, I have a whole team of people that I refer to that can help you work through that. Okay. So that's the first aspect. So now you're whacking off when you're whacking off. What are you thinking about? What are you fantasizing about? What are you watching? And do you feel okay? Could you tell could you tell your partner or partners that this is what I whacked off to today? <laughs> Can you tell your partner or partners that I, yeah, you know, how was your day? Oh, you know, I went to grocery shopping, you went and work, picked up the kids, I whacked off, had a nap, did the, you know, like, like, can you talk about your masturbation with your lover or lovers in your life with ease? And if not, that's that piece of shame that's carrying, that you're carrying it. Sexual empowerment is the lack of shame or guilt. That's the big piece. Anything that you're doing and liberation, that's what it means. If you're sexually liberated and you're sexually uh, empowered, you have no shame, no guilt, and you feel very comfortable who you are and expressing that to the people that you chose to have sexual interactions with in your life. That's what it means. Truly, no guilt, no shame, full disclosure, and you're totally comfortable in everything that you fantasize and think about, including the darker side of your sexual desires, because we all have them. It's just, it's human nature. The things that, things that are taboo tend to create more arousal response in our bodies. Okay. So, um, so that's the first piece. Okay. So all right, you need some support, you know where I am, reach, me, reach out to me at guyamorissette.com and I will hook you up, either uh, help you, that might be a quick uh, fix that you need from me, or I can pass you off to some of the people who I know are really amazing at this work um, as, you know, whatever you need, I'll help you find it, okay? So say you're like, oh yeah, I'm totally comfortable with my masturbation and I'm comfortable with my fantasies and I'm okay with, you know, all those pieces, but I'm not ready or I don't feel capable of sharing them with my partner or partners because I'm afraid that they will think that I'm a weirdo or a freak or blah, blah, blah. Okay. So now we're into that phase. Well, the truth is as you know, I've had many conversations about the importance of communication, about asking, getting, you know, having good conversations about telling your partner what you desire. Um, there's many podcast episodes that I've done about that. So please go check those ones out. All right. But if you're at that stage where you are good with who you are, but you're afraid that the people that you are having sex with aren't going to be okay with that, then that becomes the next layer of your basically sexual evolution of your sexual liberation and sexual empowerment and learning how to have that conversation and having your partner hold space for you. Again, they may not, it may not be their kink and it may not be their desire and it may not be what turns them on, but you should be able to express what turns you on to your partner from a place of love and non-judgment. Okay. And if that's a struggle, Again, 
many episodes I've done around communication, go check those out. After you go check those out and you're like, well, you know what, I actually need some support in um, having this conversation with my partner or partners. Um, that's something else you can reach out to me and we can get you all set up on how, whether it's me or somebody, you know, what somebody on my team um, can hold space for that conversation to happen and navigate that conversation with you and your partner or partners, then, you know, reach out. Okay. Because you, in order, because that member we talked about, the three aspects of sexual empowerment, self-awareness, self-acceptance, and then self-expression. So now you've been able to talk to your partner. It's like, okay, now you're at the next phase. Now you're at the phase of like, do I want to act upon my desires? What parts of my desires do I want to act on? Can I, you know, enlist my partner? Can I not enlist my partner? Um, you know, just because we have desires doesn't necessarily mean that we want to um, act them out or that they may just need to stay in our world of fantasy and our spank bank. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but now it's the time where we go back into your self-awareness. Okay, well, do I really you know, as I fantasize about, you know, I'll just use the spanking with the rubber chicken. And so as I'm like, I'm really excited about, you know, I fantasize about being spanked with a rubber chicken. And, and, you know, um, I think I want to, I think I want to try that. Then that's the next level of, you know, expression. Okay, well, go try that. Ask your partner, communication, do all the things. And now you are like, really in empowerment. And some of those deeper pieces, those uh, darker uh, desires is kind of where it blocks us. So we may be good at like, say average, you know, you know, the average vanilla like sex, right? Where it's just like, you know, penetration, intercourse, oral sex, kissing, you know, uh, maybe some light spanking in the heat of the moment or hair pulling. Okay. Like well, we might be really okay with like being okay in that, but it's in those darker aspects of ourselves where when we don't uh, acknowledge them or share them or have experience or ex decide whether we want to experience them or not is where we are holding back our true sexual empowerment and true sexual liberation. And then the, th then the next piece of that puzzle, so you're all right, you, you've decided, ah, you know what, I want to explore that and explore that. Now, even while you're exploring that, the programming that you've been carrying from society may, you know, may activate, which it usually does. And you may have to take some time to do some clearing, <laughs> clear the shame, clear the guilt, um, you know, talk through it, embrace it, know that you're not, you know, you're not going to get, you know, be, you get, um, rejected like you may have to do some pieces in that that work and you know and the more you do the thing and the more good things happen the more that heals that process right again remember no matter what it is that you desire as long as it's consensual it's between adults that can give consent and adults that can give consent because they're sober <laughs> so as long as there's consent and there's no like long-term damage um, it's all good. Okay. So then once you're in that state, you've been able to share, you've been able to explore, you are now, you are now in that place of sexual empowerment. 
you only have sex when you want to. So that's, so those are the key components. Now I'm going to, we're going to dance, we're going to drop back into some of the other areas that may cause some struggle um, around our sexuality. So first of all, I want to talk about obligation. Sexual obligation. This often and not always um, is typically in like really embedded in vagina owners. That um, you know that sexuality has not been given. We have not you know vagina owners in you know our society, North American society, anyways, have not been taught that you only have sexual interactions with another because you want it and that it turns you on and that you're horny. And so often vagina owners have been taught that you put out to get the other things that you're craving. So things like security, you put out to get security, you put out to be financially taken care of, you put out to really go on a date and feel special, you put out so that somebody will love you, you put like, so like sex in a lot of ways for a lot of vagina owners in our society has been used as a commodity to get their other needs met, but not truly desiring to engage in that sexual activity, whatever it is. And so what happens is, is there's no sexual empowerment in there at all. And the, the person who is feeling obligated, and it's not necessarily because the person that they're having engagement with is actually forcing obligation on them at all. It's just a societal imprinting that, you know, for a lot of vagina owners have been imparted to. And so, because the opposite of like actual sexual you know, a vagina owner having being sexually empowered and sexually liberated usually means she's a whore, she's a slut, she's not, you know, she's not the woman you bring home to your mama. It's like there's this whole um, vilification of a sexually liberated and sexually, truly sexually liberated and empowered woman who has sex when she wants to, she comes when she wants to, she asks for exactly what she wants in the bedroom so that she can have the most amount of pleasure. Um, she only engages in things that turn her on and excite her. And that's, that's what sexual liberation and, and freedom and empowerment means is that you only engage because you want to, you only fuck because you want to, you only suck because you want to. <laughs> It's because you crave it, you desire it, it turns you on. And in, and you have you are equals in this dynamic of that both parties are getting what they desire, right? Not one person putting out for as like, here's payment for this other thing that I want from you, right? And so that in itself is like a really long conversation. And I've had other conversations about, you know, why, you know, about women and particular vagina owners who um, basically have been taught to use sex to get other things, use sex as a manipulation tool, use sex. And so because that for so many centuries was the only mm, uh, lever that we had to empowerment because society didn't, as women, as vagina owners, we weren't seen as equals. It became the, you know, it became the weapon. It became the vehicle to gain 
uh, status to gain, privilege to gain power was using sexuality and orgasms and as, as a tool for that. And so now we fast forward to, you know, or now, you know, in North American society anyways, where as a, you know, vagina owner, I am capable and have the freedom to do, own, say whatever I want. And particularly in Canada. (laughs) And so because of that, um, you know, I don't need to, for survival, to use sexuality in a way that not only um, disrespects my sexual desires, but also disrespects my partner's sexual desires. Because, um, you know, the truth is, is that nobody wants to really be on the receiving end of like, you know, a pity fuck, or uh, here's a, so I, you know, get something else fuck. Like that doesn't feel good for anybody who's involved. It definitely prevents us from being empowered in our sexual expression to one another. Okay. So I just needed to talk a little bit about that is that it's okay. It's, it's, it's a, it's okay to only engage in sexual activity with people you are turned on by and with, and that you desire to explore. And if you want the other things you're looking for, like a steak or going mini putty, (laughs) or a new dress or whatever else, the the other things that you would have normally used the putting out the obligation to get, you stop that piece. That's only hurting you and it's only hurting the people around you. Instead, have sex the way you want to have sex and be fully present and fully engaged in it. And then as a sidebar, ask, just point blank, ask for your needs to be met. And that gives the other person an opportunity to truly say, yes, I will meet those needs for you because I want to, yes, because that's why we move from empowerment, whether it's sexual or relationship empowerment, okay? And, or they can say, you know what, actually, I don't want to do that for you. And you can be like, okay, well, I'm going to go get my needs met somewhere else in that, that particular need, right? So it becomes really crystal clear and it becomes clean and that we aren't using sex for other than pure pleasure and connection and enjoyment. It becomes like now sexuality is like this freedom of where I can ask for what I want. They can ask for what they want. They can, you know, you know, we can explore all suits, new possibilities together. And it becomes this a beautiful enriching and an amazing experience when you are truly from a moving from a place of sexual liberation and sexual empowerment and your relationship sexually with people like you you take it up like 20 notches because while you also are moving from a place of empowerment the people that you have sexual interaction with gives them the opportunity to learn how to move from a place of sexual liberation and empowerment as well but they then they it's a safe environment for them to ask you for what they really crave what they really desire the the secret um kinks that they may be fantasizing about and didn't think they should be okay with because you've now risked and shared with them your secret desires and they're like oh wow yeah you know what i really i really like to wear panties <laughs> and you'd be like all right great 
<laughs> now we can have some really good sex conversations. All right. So you wear your panties and you and I will, you know, spank with a rubber ticket. Right. And everybody gets through. Everybody's like, yeah. And the possibilities of exploration like are amazing because now there's no like shame or fear or passive aggressive trying to get your needs met that aren't getting met and, you know, willing it to happen. You know, if I think it really hard enough, they'll, 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 you know, flick my clit a little more to the left. Or, you know, I really want to be fucked hard right now. And like, he's like making love to me. What the fuck? Instead, you can just be like, fuck me hard, please. <laughs> and you'd be like, all right, I'm on it. <laughs> right? So when we like, again, when we move in the world of, I only from that sexual empowerment place, first, we need to know what it is we desire. So that's, that's you know, awareness. We need to know why do we engage sexually with people? What are the outside of just the pure desire factor? What are those motivators and how can we take that out of our engagement around sex? Then how do we accept it within ourselves, right? We need to come to this place of, hey, you know what? I really, you know, like I love, I love spanking people. I also love being spanked too. <laughs> spanking just all the way around. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. I really love, you know, uh, I'm a little bit of a pain slut when it comes to like, when I'm in my real primal lustful desire, I love my nipples pulled very hard and my hair pulled very hard. And I like to have really intense, rough sex. That's without power dynamic. You know, that's a whole other story of all my kinks and fetishes and all the other things that I got going on but just in an average sort of that would be my equation of vanilla sex by the way <laughs> really intense aggressive scratching biting slapping pulling <laughs> one person's kink is another person's vanilla <laughs> um but if I wasn't okay with it, that's how, you know, that's, that's how I'm wired. Um, and that's what I really desire. And that's really what gets me off. And I wasn't okay with that. I wouldn't be able to ask for it. And I wouldn't be able to ask for it in the moment. I wouldn't be able to ask for it beforehand. I wouldn't be satisfied. You know, I've had a lot of sex in my life, which is awesome. <laughs> Yay. It's good to have BB. Um, and I've only had like, two bad sexual experiences pretty much since I consciously actively started having sex. And those were when I was like in my, you know, my youth in my, you know, early twenties before I really could like, you know, know, like fully come into my empowerment, right? Like who I am, what I desire, what I want, why all the things and I'm being able to ask for it and being okay with it and, you know, clearing all that, those pieces out. And there's something so incredible about, again, I want to empower you to become sexually liberated and free and empowered. There's nothing more magical, amazing. And on a personal level, it's the foundation of our power in the world. When we are like, okay with who we are, the deep, dark, 
parts of us and we've accepted the deep dark parts of us and we found safe and consensual spaces to explore some of those deep dark desires then we can move in the world with our head held high and our body you know saying yes i'm here and this is what i want and you can ask and you can take what you want well no i don't take it we ask for what we want we move from this place of true empowerment in our relationships in our parenting in our friendships in our families in our work world with our coworkers with our friends it it moves not just from the the core of our sexuality because the sexuality is our deepest soul part of our being of true expression of our desires and those desires, when we say it's okay to have them, which means it's also okay to have pleasure in all areas of your life. It's okay to have happiness in all areas of your life. It basically sets you on a track to stop moving from a place of self-punishment, self-denial, and um, self-loathing, all of those places that prevent us from you know, having the life that we desire to have in all areas, money, family, parenting, work, friendships, lovers, partners, all of it. So it's worth it. Not to mention it's fucking sexy. <laughs> that's just the obvious, that's, that's, that's the obvious. Um, and the more pleasure you have in life, the more pleasure comes to you in life. The more we are in that place of self-loathing, self, you know, self-hatred, um, self-denial, then that's actually what we, and misery and suffering, and that's what we call more into our world. So it's well worth going on the journey of sexual empowerment and liberation. I love that I love sex and I'm incredibly multiply orgasmic and pretty much anything gets me off. <laughs> if I'm in the right headspace and I say, oh yeah, that could probably, yeah, I'll let that take it off leave me off there's some way I find a way to find pleasure in it and I am a major pleasure seeking goddess which I love but I didn't get there overnight it's been a lifetime of choosing and healing and moving never mind moving out of what society says so we you know we talked about our own personal stuff but then you also have a society that really doesn't support at the end of the day happiness, pleasure, and true sexual empowerment. There's a lot of dysfunction and fucked upness in our, how we're taught in society about engaging sexually and when you can and when you can't and who you should and who shouldn't. And, and you know, you, you basically can only do it a certain way. And then only this group will think that it's okay. But then another group will say, no, it's not okay. And so it's like this whole idea of that society is going to accept you as a sexually liberated and empowered person is I'm not going to lie to you is not going to. <laughs> Do you know what? It doesn't fucking matter. This is this is part that I'm not gonna lie, but it's true. Uh, you know, you will then create what you do is you then create community around you that offsets societal shame and their own guilt, and whether it's from you know control or religion or you know, um, there's so many imprinting of why you shouldn't be sexually liberated and free because it's really hard to control people when they're all like sexually liberated and free and it's self-acceptance. 
that's, you can't make them feel bad. You can't use guilt to control them. There's lots of things about that. Okay. So society as a whole for thousands of years, (laughs) I've really not supported sexual liberation or empowerment. And you know, it's a little bit better now, but not really. There's a lot of undertones that say, no, it's not okay. All right. So I'm not even going to pretend to lie to you and say, yes, society will accept it. No, no. As a whole society will not accept it because it's hard to control people who are orgasmically pleasurable and happy. You can't really manipulate that or control that. (laughs) So... (laughs) Society as a whole, I think probably for many, many, many generations will probably, if ever, really, truly uh, as a whole, uh, accept people who are truly sexually liberated and empowered and free. Okay. So I'm not even going to pretend that that's true. (laughs) I'm not going to fucking lie to you. Basically moral of the story. But that being said, It doesn't matter if society doesn't accept it. So what you do is you come into this beautiful place of accepting it within yourself. You go into your your immediate vicinity and you find people that will, you know, accept it. And even some of people that might participate in who you are in their sexual expression and your sexual liberation and expression. And then you have lots of fun exploring that. And then you can then the next level of create your own community of people that create a safe space for you to for sexual exploration and empowerment so that you have like a little sphere where you can have be truly who you are and have the community around you that accepts you for who you are so that you have that external acceptance which supports your internal acceptance okay and so that's how you, you do it. And you just, you know, there's lots of little micro communities. Um, there's the kink community, there's the swinging community, there's this, like there's, you know, whatever your desires are um, and you come to that place of acceptance, there is a little community somewhere out there that you can build around you for that external, as human beings, we need, unfortunately, we do need, Uh, an external acceptance in order for us to make it easier for us, not for order for us to, we can still accept ourselves in spite of, but it makes it easier if we have, you know, basically community acceptance. So you create, you find your community that will accept you. And then you can, you know, basically go around the rest of the world doing what you need to do and still being sexually liberated and free within yourself in the in the right place in the right time with the right people. Okay? So, go team go. Help me make the world a sexier place for us all. <laughs> I want you to be like, "Yes, I love sex. I love pleasure. I love orgasms. I love expressing myself sexually whatever that happens to be, whether it's in a tutu, panties, spandex, leather, just being naked, whatever it is. However, whoever, whatever your desires are, I give you permission. Again, as long as it's consensual and it's consensual with adults, then I give you my permission to explore and expand and embody your sexual, your sexual empowerment and liberation. Okay. And as always, you know where to find me 
You can find me at guymorset.com. Um, you can also find me for all your kink desires, teachings and training and experience ex exploration. You can find me at empressguy.com. And between those two places, you'll find me everywhere else I am. And you can reach out to me if you need support in your sexual liberation and your sexual empowerment. And, you know, it's, I, I, that's, that's what I love doing. <laughs> Besides having orgasms and spanking. <laughs> All right. Till next time, stay horny, stay happy, and explore your kink. Bye-bye. Hmm. Well, I hope today's episode inspired you, encouraged you, and of course, made you feel tingly inside. <laughs> I just want to take a moment to tell you how much I appreciate the time that you spend and how I really deeply appreciate you listening. I do it for you guys, the audience, and I love and adore you guys. So, Quick loving reminder, I am not available for naked pictures, getting married, having sex, or having anybody's babies. And when you want to spend more time with me in a professional capacity as your coach, your teacher, your educator, your facilitator, um, you can reach me at GaiaMorissette.com. That's the gateway to all things Gaia. I also lovingly invite you to follow me on Instagram, which the handle is my orgasmic life podcast, where you can leave feedback and comments. Also come join me on Facebook at my orgasmic life podcast, Facebook group. And I really want to hear from you. I want to know how this show affected you. Did you, what did you learn? Was it inspirational? Did you agree? Do you disagree? Um, you know, I want, I want to know. Because I'm a little bit of a voyeur. So I want to know what, how am I affecting you? <laughs> so please, please, please come leave some comments. Now, if you're like, but I don't want everybody to know what I'm thinking, which is okay. Sometimes we need privacy and we need to be anonymous. So you would like that option? We have that. You can email my slutty assistant. Layla at GaiaMorissette.com. Okay, listeners, until next time, may your life be filled with sexy exploration and orgasmic pleasure. Bye-bye.